Welcome to episode three. Episode three, what's up? I'm trying to think of a rhyme, like on the. On uh, the spot, maybe we'll but be I like can't. maybe we'll be like Andy Cohen one day with like our. Everybody's got the four one one king of midnight fun. You ever hear that? No? Yes. Okay. But are you saying we should? I'm we gonna make, I'm gonna think of a rap. Um, also, I'm giving my disclaimer now on episode three <laughs> to excuse the crazy outfits I'm going to wear on the video and the lack of makeup because we only get ready when we see clients so i know and there's something very crazy about this mentality but like i know people are going to watch this video and that should qualify as people seeing me but mentally i'm only seeing kelly today and like <laughs> yeah. i can't get ready like it just, i'm sure there'll be days i'm like this i don't get ready unless i see clients too she I just has have a showing show. she has a showing later so like that's why she's ready and i look like a slob so Anyway, <laughs> okay. moving on, that is a disclaimer for the rest of all podcasts. Um, we're going to talk about today building new versus buying existing and rehabbing. Pros, like, cons, all in between. We wanted to do this because because of the lack of inventory mm-hmm. and buyers just get this to this frustration point yeah. where they're ready to throw in the towel and they want to just, I'm just going to build. And they just say it like it's just that easy. I'm just going to build. <laughs> um, there's a lot that goes into it, obviously. That's why we're doing this podcast. A lot of pros and cons. Um, Stephanie actually is in the middle of proing and conning in her head if it's something she wants to do. It sure is. Um, Where? So I'm living this right. Where? Of course we know where I'm going to live. I'm not moving from where I live. I'm I'm like. (laughs) She's the most diehard Frankfurt person I know. I mean, I wave my fort flag like so aggressively. My fort flag. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Um, Okay. Well, let's talk about the different types and ways of building new, right? Mm -hmm. You can start um, at absolute ground zero where you purchase a lot and you find a builder and then they you know build you what you want and that's like you doing all of the things that you would not know what to do like taking out a construction loan and like you brought up a good topic earlier like even getting um water and sewer and the expense of that there's all these yeah like are those things are the utilities there available at site or are those things that you need to bring to the site because Mm -hmm. again another expense you have to you know test the soil you like there's you know different um even just like the the levels of the land like there's going to be certain spots where you know they can't build on this park there's just a lot that goes into just that part before even the breaking ground starts and i want to say people don't arrive to the decision of building right off the bat they often see existing homes before they decide to build and i just again this is a shameless plug for realtors in general but it helps so much to have a consultant along this journey with you that's maybe going to take you to existing homes first so you can decide like is building something i really want to do let me look at my alternative options and price out rehabbing this versus building new in order to do all that you do need a partner to kind of go on this journey with you we've been through the process of building or buying existing you know too many times to count so that is important well yeah and also too when you walk into you know a builder's office or model home or anything they of course have sales reps and liaisons Mm -hmm. there but they're working for the builder I mean if you know if it were me I'd want somebody in my corner that was helping me um, but okay, let's start with uh, building completely new with, you know, your lot and you, you interviewed builders and you chose the best one. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I think the biggest thing to me is just like cost, cost. I mean, you talk, tell about your house and your story. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, 
the hardest thing about that is, and then this applies to all different, this would, would apply to all building, right? Is that um, you don't know what kind of expenses are headed your way probably. And it, you, you have to look at those allowances that the builder is giving you carefully to know, okay, can I actually What buy? are allowances for people who have never built? Oh, good question. Okay, so like you're going to have an allowance for tile, for plumbing fixtures, for light fixtures, all those things, right? So if you're building new and the builder gives you a quote like, hey, this is how much your house is going to cost. I'm giving you $600 for light fixtures. I'm obviously making this up. I hope nobody does that. But um, if you have a $600 allowance, that could be thousands more that you end up spending on light fixtures. And so the price you, per square foot for tile, you might realize yes. that it's the, you know, the builder's allowance that they gave you was, you know, a whatever. A dollar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, you know, know like $1.62 per square you foot. Can eat, you can spend like quadruple that like you could spend $30 a square foot if you want it just there's so many factors that go into it so those extra costs you have to be very aware of and a lot of times even when you're buying a spec home which is another category of build that we can touch on real quick um a spec home is like when you walk into a almost finished home or a um home that's been completely newly built by a builder that you did not pick out or was not a custom build um, for a person. It was built by the builder. And even with that, there's probably going to be costs that you're not aware of. Like people don't factor in the fact that they have to buy all new window treatments. Landscaping. Landscaping. You'll have dirt as landscaping until you want to dish out. I mean, that's, and that's a ton of money. That's actually one of the number one um, things that I hear, but that was just, of course, it's an, of course it's common sense. Yeah. But you don't really factor in once your beautiful house is brand new. Like it's, it's a blank canvas yeah. and that's why I always stray towards, um, buying existing personally. Uh, but again, I've, if you would ask me last year, I would have said build new. So it always changes. But right now I think it's just, yeah, I think it's the cost of everything that drives people to try and come up with these other options when it comes to housing. And I think it's important to, I mean, go over even what new construction typically doesn't cover, like landscaping, mm -hmm. window treatments. Like those things don't come, you know, stock with new construction. And also, too, when it comes to putting, if you if your house, if you need 20 doors, okay, and their allowance for that is, I mean, what, doors? I would say doors, what even is a typical allowance, I guess, for that? Honestly, I wouldn't be able to say that's top of my head because the range it depends so greatly on, like, the type of home. Are you buying a 500 thousand dollar house or are you buying a four million dollar right. house it's just I mean that is very specific to you know are they solid doors are they hollow doors there's you know just so much so much that factors in um but another type of new construction that we see are those big box builders that are like national companies where you're going to um there's going to be a sales office there's going to be a model home they're going to have business hours usually um the biggest thing to be aware of is these companies you walk in you might be bumming around on a sunday and you just want to casually walk in there um you have to register when you walk in and if you don't show up the very first time with your realtor you cannot have a realtor the entire process like you're done so um just something to be aware of uh and another you know people sometimes think that they're gonna for instance with these nationwide companies that they can go there 
and not have a realtor and they're going to get some kind of price break. They won't. And that's because of fair housing laws and the strict standards held for these nationwide companies. They can't offer you any better pricing than they can the next person that comes in because they have to be fair to everybody across the board. So they often in times instead have monthly specials, quarterly specials, things like that. So like maybe they will have, um, you know, free washer and dryer uh, one month. Maybe they're giving you $5,000 in closing cost credits another month, but it doesn't matter. You're not going to get any kind of special deal going by yourself especially yes. to those national well, companies. Yes. And so like, and these types of things too, which I know everybody listening probably knows exactly what we're talking about when we see these big companies. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah. it's your typical, and, and I don't want to call it, this is not supposed to be insulting, but what people know is like, oh, cookie cutter subdivisions, quote right. unquote, where they, you know, a, a builder comes in and he buys, you know, 50 empty lots. And those lots are already accounted for as to what house is, what type of house is going to go on those lots. Mm-hmm. And then the buyer can kind of come in halfway through and pick what type of flooring they want, what kind of carpet. Uh, but the actual, you know, you don't start from ground zero as you would like the first type of building that we talked about. Exactly. Exactly. And so they're going to oftentimes in those instances have five flooring options for you to choose from as opposed to when you're hiring your own builder and doing something very custom, you can do whatever you want. But again, in those scenarios, because the options are endless, it's much easier to also go way over budget. Way over budget. So again, that's, you know, why we're here to kind of guide you through the options and process. But something... Biggest perk of building new. The biggest perk of building new. And, you know, I think we've covered a lot of the cons, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's just say we started there when we said, you know, the cons for building new, um, you know, the la- the unexpected expenses is probably a big one. The landscaping, window treatments. Um, you know, another thing to factor in is like your timeline. A lot of times with new construction, timelines get pushed out a lot and you're waiting for a home to be built so if you have to move quickly I know we were talking about what um what new builds usually don't include and I think that me and you see it from such a literal aspect in the sense of okay landscaping and window treatments but Mm. to put it in perspective for a buyer have you ever um you know if you someone has a walk-in pantry or they have a mudroom and Mm. they have those nice built-ins or lockers or hooks nine times out of ten when you have your nice laundry or your nice pantry walk-in pantry built like you're gonna get wire probably like wire like rack shelving unless you wanted to you know do an upgrade and get that nice wood cabinetry or whatever it would be in their closets like all those things I think about even you know built-ins next to a fireplace I think about every little added detail is going to be an upgrade. Anything that you want to set your your house apart, like, oh, I want this little nook to be over here, that's obviously an upgrade. That is so true, and that's a very good point. All that that little amount of money that homeowners spend throughout years of owning homes, of right. personalizations and upgrades and touches, that money is not there <laughs> when you buy new. And right? yeah, and this can be spun in the sense of, and that is a perfect example for like your happiness does, if that's what makes you happy at that time is putting X amount into your house. And even if you don't see a return on that, it was your happiness, which is what we were talking about with building new is like, that might be the highest price that that house that you're building brand new from the ground up will ever be because it's custom specifically to you and what you're wanting that is not accustomed to the market that it's going to be that you're selling in. So that, and that's really our last like con. We're really harping on building. And I mean, I honestly will most likely build one day, but 
Um, so there's a lot of benefits to it too. We'll go through those as well. But the last con really is in some instances, the day you buy your new construction house might be the most expensive that that house will ever be. And the reasoning is, is because not all areas go up drastically in price. But another thing that people don't factor in, if you are going to be that homeowner that lives in the same house for 20 years and never does a single additional thing after you bought that new house to upgrade and stay on trend or update your home, you can't expect to sell it for a massive profit later when at in 20 years you're going to be competing against new construction. So again, I mean, that's not always the case. Obviously, the market fluctuates drastic, drastically and certain areas become much more desirable, making home prices better. But it is a risk to consider when building new. Yep. And that's just all I'm going to say on that topic. But um, let's talk about some of the pros with building new. I mean, obviously making it everything that you think you want. And I say everything you think because no matter who you talk to, it's like, yeah. I would have done it if I did it again. I would do it this way. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll always want to do certain things. But you could, I mean, obviously it's a huge perk of building new. It's why people build new is to make it exactly what they want, which is very appealing. And it, that is a very important thing to remember. Exactly what you want does not exist because our minds change. Correct. And like people need to factor that into their expectations I always tell people if you can get 85% of your wish list you are golden Mm -hmm. you know because there's no such thing as a perfect home it just does not exist things change our lives change etc another huge thing to think about that's a pro is when you're building new you're going to get all new mechanicals all new roof um, windows. windows, all those big ticket items, appliances, everything. Yes. You do not have to worry about the big ticket items for years to come. And that is a huge peace of mind that you wouldn't get if you're buying existing and for instance, rehabbing something like that. So huge upgrade. Another thing to think about as a pro is if you're debating between buying existing and rehabbing versus, uh, buying new construction, when you buy new, it, a lot of this depends on what your financial situation is. When you buy new, you're the you're paying for those upgrades in your mortgage. Yep. So if you don't have a ton on cash on hand for a rehab, which there is a such thing, you can take out rehab loans. Like that's a thing too. But um, if you're financially strapped on cash, maybe a new situation could be a good option for you. With your loan. No, I was you're looking, say, you're looking I at me. I was say I'm... You're looking I just at feel me. like building is so expensive. So I feel like if someone was strapped on cash, I think I'd be like, building might not no, be. No, if you're, if, if you're like all their money was tied up in different rehabbing. Yeah. Uh, if you're own, that's we're only comparing it to rehabbing an existing home. Right. Otherwise, if you don't have a lot of money buying an existing home <laughs> and let enjoying the way it yeah. currently is, is the best option yeah yeah a hundred percent kelly was giving me the eyes for well those, i was just like of, i was kind of confused it wasn't like the eyes it was kind of like all right i just wanted to make sure i understood you so if you yeah, got no cash no, go I'm, ahead and call I'm, that builder I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you had me clarify because that is completely i'm accurate. like oh i don't know if i would tell them to do that no, um but no. no no i know i thought you meant then when i that no. thought sat and thought I thought okay well I do you know there's a lot of clients out there that have a great financial situation but their cash is just tied up in better investments so you know financing is the better route but right well on that point let's talk about the pros and cons between like 
building, um, I'm sorry, buying existing and rehabbing, like what are the pros and cons in that scenario? Uh, well, I mean, obviously we, like we know the pros with building is just making it how you want versus the same. This is for rehab only we're talking about. Oh, for rehab only. Oh, okay. I think the perks of rehab only is, um, I mean, obviously having a good eye for, a quality build like you know you want to make sure that the layout is good and everything like that and I think that back in the day I mean I don't know if you feel like this but I just feel like that they built things a lot better mm, um and yeah. that's saying and this is the thing is that quality is still available to do today but with a very hefty price tag whereas I so kind of true. felt like it was the standard back then there so wasn't this you know in however many years we've evolved like they've come up with so many cheaper routes and ways to do things mm -hmm. and it's kind of just naturally becoming the norm whereas i feel like that a perk to buy, buying an older house you know it could be totally ugly in 70s on the inside but if it's if it's built like with quality and it has those night you know those nice built-ins that you wanted or great window treatments or anything and it's a huge plus if those older homes have been maintained over Solid, the years and they heavy door oh, like a nice heavy door <laughs> there's nothing that gets me like a nice tall heavy door kelly has a thing um, for doors so. i know and my doors are like shit at home for lack of better words so you'd think i would have good ones but i do it's little things i think that's what it is i think it's little touches for me that i feel like can tell me if i if a house is built well or not yeah, and I'm going to go through these briefly, but uh, again, the pros with rehabbing, you can make it your own to the most part, okay? Um, you have the opportunity to build in some equity, right? Because you're buying a home for X price in the current condition it looks. If you can update it, and again, this is where we come in to help you, like, okay, this neighborhood actually, these updated homes are selling for 300000 more than you bought yours at throw in 100k and you have instant equity yeah there's situations like that are could be super beneficial financially um that's another pro flippers flip yes reaping the benefits of those you know big projects that the previous homeowners had mm. you know you get to enjoy that thirty thousand brick paver patio that's in the back that would have so never came true. that would have never came into construction so that's a big thing i look for is like you know, I am so far past cosmetic stuff when it comes to like carpet and like cabinets. Like you want to look at the, yeah. you want to look at the variables or I guess not a variable constant. You want to look at the things that can't change. And yeah. then the things that obviously you can change, they should be kind of a mute point, but the things you can't change location, layout, the way the home was built, everything like that. Yeah, no, I, I love that. Um, another thing to consider as a pro is you could move right in, right? Like, cause right. if timeline is a factor, building's not for you you know if you you have ants in your pants you probably need to find an existing home that you can add your own personal updates to oh my gosh yeah building even when we just um you know my clients I originally had clients that were building new and they were told that they were going to be you know the house was going to be done before Christmas so we had this timeline set everything and we actually just closed and were it was what February like 11th or something like that I mean so granted See, not a huge crazy. time frame but I mean that's a busy time of year to give you know information to that probably is going to get pushed back some cons of rehabbing are going to be unexpected costs right which is kind of funny because it's the same thing with building but um you know that's why some of my favorite rehabs to do instead of I don't like when people come in and are buying a 1900 a 1900 built house and like i'm gonna tear down all these walls and do x y it's and like oh what's behind those that's walls? that's like how you get those hgtv TV horror stories i'm gonna um, knock on wood because my client we just got under contract okay. for a house that was built yeah, in 1905 so we can knock on wood okay quick. all right well we'll knock on some wood for her but <laughs> i my favorite upgrade up i mean rehabs to do really are the ones that are cosmetically ugly only like if 100%. i percent 
I ideally want to find a home where I like the size of the home and I like the layout of the home. Everything else, easy, friggin' peasy. Yes. So that's my little piece of advice. Size, layout, lot, and location. Mm, ooh, okay. Like it. Good summary. <laughs> um, uh, uh, more cons is just you're going to have limitations on how you can customize. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. just something else to consider. But Gary's like famous line I always say is um, like everything is doable. It's just a matter of how much the cost is. So right. that wall that you want to take down that you thought would be an easy takedown might be load bearing and you might you know need a $20,000 beam. Those kinds of things are, but it's doable. It's just, again, you know, way more than you were expecting. So I mean, that's all I really have on the pros and cons and building a uh, brand new or buying existing and rehabbing. Yes. So, everything mean, is situational. Everything yeah. with real estate. I feel like I could say that for every single topic in real estate is that everything is situational. So if you're considering it, totally. you want to know if it's a good route for you. If you want to entertain it, leave us a message and let us know. All right, guys. Episode three. That's a wrap. That is a wrap. <laughs>